Hello everybody, and welcome back to Anime Dive, your one-stop shop for everything otaku. In today's episode, I'm going to be reviewing Volume 1 of Hunter x Hunter's manga, and let's dive in. So for those of you who were unfamiliar with Hunter x Hunter, like I was just a month or two ago, it's a shonen manga that's been running since 1998, written and illustrated by Yoshihiro Tagashi. And while it came out the same year as One Piece, it has nowhere near the same amount of chapters because Togashi has really bad back health and suffers from back issues. Another work of Yoshihiro Togashi's you might be familiar with is Yu Yu Hakusho, and while that is very much a just true shonen manga and anime, because it got an anime adaptation and that's what a lot of people will be familiar with. Hunter x Hunter serves more as a deconstruction of what shonen is, so I don't necessarily recommend Hunter x Hunter as a beginner's anime. I recommend watching something like Soul Eater, which is the previous episode, or the series I did a previous episode on because to really understand Hunter x Hunter and more of its nuances, you need that shonen experience. But with that being said, let's move on to the actual volume and the story of Hunter x Hunter. Hunter x Hunter starts off like most stories do at chapter one, titled Day of Departure. We're introduced to where Gone lives in an island called Whale Island and are shown a forest with a very large tree looking over this swamp-like area. And immediately after, we're introduced to our pointy, green-haired protagonist, Gon. And Gon is sitting in this tree, camouflaged with leaves on top of him and a fishing rod in both hands. The reason he is in this particular situation is because he made a deal with his aunt that if he manages to catch the master of the swamp, then he gets to take the hunter exam. And being a hunter is super important to Gon, because his father was one as well, and that's something he's not supposed to know. You see, a couple years earlier, Gon was saved by a hunter by the name of Kite in a nearby forest, and he was saved from a creature called a werecat. Kite has to kill the were-cat in order to save Gon, and he immediately recognizes him as his father's son. Kite tells Gon everything about how his father is a really good hunter. He's good enough to be a three-star hunter, which is the best rank you can get in the series, and that motivates Gon, because he sees it that if the job was good enough for his father to abandon his own son, it must be absolutely amazing. Gon's aunt reluctantly agrees to her end of the bargain because if she didn't, we kind of wouldn't have a story, and Gon goes off. He gets onto a boat filled with excitement, wonder, and curiosity, and thus the hunter exam truly begins. And let me tell you, Gon is the most excited I've ever seen a person to take an exam. They're not fun. I think this is his first one. 
But personal feelings about super long tests aside, on this boat we're introduced to the two other protagonist-like characters, Karapika and Leorio. And Gon, Karapika, Leorio are the only three to pass this portion of the exam on this boat. You see, because there's so many people that apply to the hunter exam, it can get real messy real quick, so even the transportation acts as a qualification round. The ship that Gon, Karapika, and Leorio are on purposely gets swept into a storm by the captain. These three characters are the only three people on the ship, aside from the crew, to really keep their balance, keep calm, just act as if everything were normal. So the captain decides to give them a chance to take a sort of mini test to see if they're hunter material, and that test is asking them why they want to be hunters. And the only character to straight off the bat tell the captain why he wants to be one is Gone. Karapika and Leorio are kind of on the fence about it, being suspicious of the captain and thinking it's not necessarily his business to know. So he says he'll fail them. And during this whole kind of conversation with the captain, Gon, Leorio, Karapika, Karapika and Leorio are fighting because Leorio and Karapika have very different ideals of what a hunter should be. Leorio's after it for the money, and it just seems like he's after it for the money in the very beginning. Later on in the volume, we learn a little bit more, so I'll get into that a bit later. And Karapia thinks it's more about integrity, loyalty, justice, you know, like typical hero stuff. So they end up getting into a physical altercation, but during that, a crewmate slips off deck and almost goes overboard but Gon jumps after him and Karapika and Leorio have to grab Gon's legs in order for him to not go straight into the ocean and that kind of ends it. They get on better terms and the storm clears up which I think is meant to symbolize this kind of settling between the two characters. The captain says it's too nice of a day for a test and they all pass ending the first chapter of Hunter x Hunter. Just a quick side note, I'm going through the manga again as I kind of record this because I don't like writing scripts because I always go off script anyways. And uh, that actually covers the first two chapters. So this is going to be covering chapter three, which is entitled The Ultimate Choice. So now the three characters are off the ship at a port city and the captain tells Gon to not take the bus and go up to where this giant pine tree is and there's a map of the town and it's this pine tree is actually in the opposite direction of their destination. So Leorio is kind of suspicious. He's like, no, I'm just going to take the bus. But um, on his way there, he overhears these two guys talking about how the bus has never made it to the destination. It was all a trap and a trick, right? So he reluctantly joins up with them again, and they, wandering through the forest, they eventually come across a town, and they're presented with a quiz. And the quiz is one question with two answers. Sounds simple, right? But here's the catch, and the question. 
Your son and daughter have been kidnapped. You can only get one back. Which will you choose? Number one, your daughter. Or number two, your son. Leorio can't come up with an answer. His mind just kind of dwells over it and eventually he gets frustrated, asking what kind of question is this, but not out loud because if he says a word, he fails. So eventually he tries to turn to violence and almost hits the old lady with this piece of wood. And um, Kurapika stops him because he's like, hey, we passed. You answered correctly by going with silence. And he is absolutely right. There is no correct answer in this situation. It's a lose-lose. So by going with silence, that's the correct answer. But Gon, he's still kind of dwelling over it. He doesn't know what to pick and hits us with, well, what if we one day encounter that situation? How would we deal with it? And that's something that just kind of made me go, wow, that's a deep thought for something that was initially published in Shonen Jump. Not to say that Jump comics aren't full of philosophy or anything like that, but when your main audience is like teenage boys and like preteens, it's it's not something I would expect to see. And with that, the chapter is over, their true path is revealed to them, they're like, hey, continue down this, you'll eventually reach a couple with a cabin in the woods, and um, they kind of continue down this path leading into chapter four, and there's a bunch of signs where it's like, beware of magical creatures, or danger, or don't trespass, or stuff like that, and they eventually reach this cabin, and so they find people have been attacked by these magical beasts. And these things have the ability to shapeshift. There's an injured person, so Leorio kind of attends to them, hinting at his true motivations for being a hunter. Again, I'll get into that later on. And Karapika and Gon go after the magical beast that attacked them. And eventually, Gon manages to land a hit on them and just continues the chase. And at a certain point, it's near like this cliff area. He ends up cornering the magical beast and he realizes it's not the same one he's been chasing for the last couple minutes or a couple pages and um the this throws the beast off it's like how do you know the difference he's like i could tell by your scent your smile like all these different features meanwhile they're illustrated the exact same way which i find pretty funny and uh, the beast gets a chuckle out of this, and it's revealed to them that this too was a, uh, a sort of screening process before the actual exam. And um, they pass. So afterwards, they kind of meet up. It's revealed this is a family of magical beasts. And Karapika notices that uh, the, there's special ceremonial tattoos on the daughter's arm, even though they said they were married. But those tattoos are reserved for people who aren't married. Um, Gon was able to keep up with everyone with the magical beasts, I should say. And uh, he passes because of that, and Leorio passes because he was able to tend to the wounds extremely quickly. So this 
kind of kicks off the very first phase of the actual exam. They're guided to this city, uh, into this restaurant where the exam is going to be held because there's this elevator that takes them to an underground sort of area. And that's how the chapter ends. And during this time, Karapika and Leoria start talking about being a hunter and what it means to go. And it's kind of like what was stated in the second chapter, but it's a bit more in depth and how really valuable hunters are. Because it's not necessarily a job being a hunter, it's more of this status symbol. And if you have a hunter's license, you can practically do anything. So Karapika's after it to avenge his clan, the Kurta clan, because they have the Scarlet Eyes and this um, kind of thief group called the Phantom Troop massacred his entire clan. Kind of like how Itachi killed all of the Uchiha if you've, uh, if you've seen Naruto. And I know I said I'd be doing an episode on that. I'm still working on it. I'm working through Shippudan right now, and then I'm going to do, review the entire series in kind of one big block. But uh, back to Hunter Hunter. So Karapika's after revenge for the Phantom Troop killing his entire clan. And Leorio just says, oh, I'm after it for the money. It's That's what it's been about for the longest time. And so... Once they actually reach this underground area, because this entire conversation takes place in this elevator ride down, that's disguised as like a, a dining area type thing, uh, we're introduced to a couple characters, different people taking the exam, and um, one of them, his name's Nicholas, he's studied examinees and different exam routes, and he fails the first round because he may have had all this knowledge, but not necessarily the experience to pass it, so he fails. Uh, we're introduced to Tompa, who is an absolute snake. Uh, his whole thing is he's purposely failed the exam like 34 times just to crush rookies. And in here, we're also introduced to a fan favorite of the series, Killua. The assassin who is like everyone's favorite character which i find so funny because if he were your friend in real life you would probably be concerned for your life but just so happens to be Kilo isn't the only assassin or murderer type character we're introduced to in this chapter we're also introduced to hisoka and if you're watching the anime and not reading the manga you're also introduced to his Spanish guitar-themed music. And let me tell you, the flamenco is awesome. And again, I digress for kind of going off topic. But uh, this is when the hunter exam truly begins. So we're introduced to our first examiner, and it's just an endurance test. You have to follow him until he stops running. That's it. Sounds simple, right? Well, just like how the question seemed simple earlier with the uh, kind of screening phase, uh, he runs for like 80 kilometers. I'm pretty sure it's over 80 kilometers actually, I'd have to double check, but it's, it's a very long endurance test. And so 
a couple people fail like the computer guy i was mentioning earlier who does all this research but can't necessarily fit in with all the people who've physically trained not just mentally trained um and leorio almost fails this exam but he gets kind of a second wind from gone and we also get to see how gone and Kilwa's friendship kind of begins because they're the same age uh gone asks Kilwa why he decided to take the hunter exam Kilwa was like oh i heard it was a challenge it's not that hard so far kind of just to flex on people and so leorio eventually catches up to Karapika because he was falling behind and Karapika asks again because he's met people that are just motivated by money and Vyorio doesn't seem like the type of person to be that way and so it's revealed to us that if Vyorio had money his friend wouldn't have died because his friend had an illness that was extremely curable but he didn't have enough money to pay for the treatment so he decided he wanted to become a doctor, but it turns out to become a doctor, you have to have a lot of money. And so he decides to become a hunter to get the money to become a doctor. And once he's a doctor, he's going to make sure he can treat anybody no matter what their financial situation is, which is honestly quite noble of him. And it's this kind of reversion of how I thought Leorio was going to be. Because, like, I didn't think he was going to be greedy, but he could have turned out that way. And finding out he just wants to help people is like, oh, okay, I can get behind this guy's motives. So, that's towards the end. I'm probably going to be blending chapters together at this point. Because the first volume only takes us to the first stage of the exam. And uh, it actually ends halfway through the first stage. So I'll, I'll talk about more of it with the next volume. So there's two parts to the first stage. One is running in these underground tunnels. Eventually they get to a staircase. They find this forested area that's filled with traps. And one of the last things we get to see in this volume of Hunter Hunter is this kind of man-shifting monkey. Or it's a, it's a monkey that looks kind of like people and it's one of the many traps of this like swampy marshy forest like area and um people almost fall for this trap and hisoka steps in attacks both of the the characters of the examiner and the person claiming that the examiner is one of these creatures and um the examiner of course deflects hisoka's attack and the monkey just straight up dies because Hisuka is kind of OP <laughs> and um, that's really how it ends uh, the examiner explains the next part of the first phase and it starts uh, people get split up we're introduced to different types of traps and Hisoka decides to play examiner himself, himself, I should say, and he kind of murders a couple people, and he almost kills Gon and Leorio, but he decides against it because he sees potential in them. 
and that's actually how it ends. I know I've said it, this is how it ends, this is how it ends. That's actually how it ends. And um, honestly, I kind of went in blind with Hunter x Hunter. I decided I wanted to order some shonen manga, but I didn't want to start Naruto or Bleach or One Piece because those are such big commitments, which I say now, but I ordered volumes one through three of Naruto in the Omnibus collections. And I have the first 15 volumes of Bleach now because I had them beforehand and um, I, I managed to get a couple more volumes of it and I'm collecting both in the omnibus form but Hunter x Hunter kind of was like a jumping point because it's only 36 volumes I'm like okay that's easily manageable it constantly goes on hiatus so like even if I don't have a, a lot of money I can get a volume here and there not have to worry about volumes coming out like every two months three months stuff like that and I honestly recommend it either anime or manga it doesn't matter I'd argue anime more hand just because it's more accessible and the artwork in the manga isn't necessarily bad but it's not as detailed as something like One Piece as something like Bleach as something like Naruto um, so yeah anime is definitely a good option in my opinion it does cut out the scene with how Gon finds out about his dad, but if you listen to this entire episode, I thank you so much for that. Uh, you're kind of caught up with that. So that's my opinion of Hunter x Hunter Volume 1. Hey everyone, Blank here. This is something I'm going to start doing at the end of episodes, just kind of talk about things. Um, I know I said Naruto would be my next episode in the Soul Eater episode, and uh, that's going to be my next anime review, but... I recently, I, I got a job before things kind of went into lockdown where I'm living, and I initially planned to have a job earlier in the year, but that was when we went into our first lockdown, so things have been kind of hectic, and so I decided, hey, I'm going to order some manga while I can and while I have this job. I uh, don't have it anymore, it was just kind of a seasonal thing, so I decided to do it, and Hunter x Hunter was one of the first things I ordered. I am not disappointed. It is. It's a really good series. I've read the first four volumes at this point. I'm waiting for volume five because I ordered it from Amazon and it's coming all the way from Australia. So it's going to be a bit for that to show up. So I do plan on reviewing more anime, but with the surplus of manga I've gotten over the past month or two, it's easier for me to review manga at this point. And I honestly just want to thank you all for listening to this episode. I'm really like really happy with how Anime Dive is turning out and with how things are kind of starting up for it. Um, and again, I want to apologize if anything sounded kind of weird. I know my voice kind of got it deeper, kind of got deeper as I progress throughout the episode, and I don't know if that's because I became a bit more relaxed, less energetic, just kind of talking about what I love, manga and anime. And um, the last portion of this video may seem rushed. I might have talked a bit too fast. So uh, let, me, let me know your thoughts and opinions. I set up a Twitter, you can follow me at persona underscore blank. There should also be a link in the bio on Spotify or Anchor. Thank you so much and have a great day.